Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Electric Leftovers. My name is Jason. This is episode 325. That is the um, foam packing peanut anniversary. Not to be confused with styrofoam. Everybody knows that one's 218. Welcome to the show. Uh, what, do we, what do we got? We got some stuff. It's just like always. Uh, why do I even do an intro? Just to tell you what number it is. But by the time you've seen this, you know what number this is. It's really a terrible, terrible format that I have here. Um, I can't even tell you what's horribly new this go-around, because I stopped keeping track. Because, uh, you know, I had too much going on in my life, and I needed to drop some stuff, and so that was one of the things that got dropped. <clears throat> Pardon me. Um, we've got some more Dragon Quest Nine going on on the channel. We have some more Wander Song, and we have the Conclusion of Death's Door over at Jason's Groove Machine on YouTube. Um, we're going to be dropping our Thursday night streams because uh, aforementioned excess of projects. And uh, we're going to be streaming Wander Song on Monday nights until we're done. So that's what I got for you. That's it. Intro's over, man. Adventures of Fire Billy. Cajun on the tail of a swamp rat. For the first time ever, three of the most awesome action video experiences explode into one mean swamp stomping adventure. That's right. From zapping monsters and wrestling gators in muddy marshes to chasing through the streets of Nolens, driving and shooting on your road, hugging four-wheel drive doom machine, you're up against it all. Cause that gangster king of Bourbon Street has snatched your best girl, pretty little Annabelle, the sweetest honey around, and run her off to his heavily armored estate. A plantation filled with perils and pitfalls. So muster up courage and sharpen your foot-long blade. It's time to go hunting. Which, if you ain't careful, the prey will eat you alive. I guarantee. I've read that so many times, I hate it every time. This is The Adventures of Bayou Billy, an action game for the NES. Developed and published by Konami, released in 1989. And uh, is a bit of a... Um, I don't know, it's, it's a storied game in that... Uh, 
well, there's a story to it. You just heard it. But um, known for having incredibly catchy music, as you have heard and will continue to hear. And having some really damn good graphics, but being really balls to the walls is difficult. <clears throat> and it is. But, see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Uh, this is one of the few games I know of off offhand that we actually ended up with a more difficult version than the original, uh, the original Japanese version. Um, if, if memory serves, and it may not, uh, what happened here is Billy in our version is half as strong, but the enemies are twice as strong because that's a thing that needed to happen, I guess. Yeah, game's got um, three different sections. There's shooting with your zapper, there's driving in a jeep, and there's side-scrolling beat-em-ups. It's pretty good. Uh, this is a single video playthrough, and I think it's about an hour-ish, 45 minutes to an hour long. Um, pretty good music, so at least there's that. Well, our review this week is for Adventures of Base 2, but I pretty much gave you that last time when we talked about um, old Sivok Drock and uh, what he's done here. Um, basically, he's just taken Mega Man 2. He's swapped up the colors quite a bit. He's changed the levels a little bit. He hasn't messed with the weapons at all. He hasn't messed with the enemies really at all. But the biggest change is now that instead of playing as Mega Man, we play as Base. And instead of going up against Dr. Wily and his robots, we're going up against Dr. Light and his robots, which are basically all the same robots from the normal Mega Man 2. And, uh, 
yeah, that's that's about it. Nothing's really nothing's really different. We just swap some platforms around, change some colors, and uh, ta-da, we're base. Um, it's a neat idea. The colors, I think, are bad for the most part. I think they're really terrible. Uh, the music is normal Mega Man 2 music, so that's really good. Uh, the story, who cares? And the gameplay plays just like Mega Man 2, so that's not even anything to really, like, you know, zoom in, needle down on, and, and start taking apart. Um, it's just your normal Mega Man 2 experience with some really bizarre graphics and uh, some slightly altered levels. That's That's really all there is to it. I guess if you like Mega Man 2 and you want to try something a little different, you know, go get yourself a, a ROM and this hack and patch it and play it. I don't know. 7 out of 10. This might be a short episode. The reviews are short, the music's short. Hopefully the news will make up for it. Let's see. Uh, maybe not. Big ol' Fred Meyer ad on the side. Hey, Fred! Ain't even one of you near here. Our lead storage. Storage? Our lead story. You'll see why I said that in a minute. I'll have the porridge! Yes. Yes, indeed, porridge. Someone in Royton, Oldham, England, woke up on March 20th and felt like something was missing from their life. And maybe... Breakfast was particularly difficult that morning. So, because of all that, the Manchester Evening News reported that at the Barclay Pizza and Prosoco restaurant, as workers cleaned up after Saturday night's festivities, they found a full set of dentures on the floor in the bar. Barclay owner Emma 
Waylon uh, posted a photo of a plastic bag containing the false teeth on Facebook, hoping to locate the owner. Quote, we had a lot of things left behind after a night in the Barkley, but this is a new one, Waylon said. Quote, it must have been a cracking night. Speaking of cracking, did y'all, y'all, the, uh, which one's the prince who's still a prince? Not the one who retired. I don't remember. There's two of them. William, maybe it's William, maybe it's Harry, I don't know. Uh, the older one, that's the one. He and his wife were like doing their uh, colonialism world tour. Stopped off in Jamaica. Uh, you know, did all the like normal touristy stuff. And then at a press conference, like the, the president of Jamaica, I don't, I don't know what the office is over there, I apologize. But he's basically, uh, you know, shaking hands, they're doing the picture, and he's like, by the way, uh, we're totally gonna just leave. Yeah, we're not gonna recognize your mom anymore. Um, it's over. It's pretty much over. Just thought you'd like to know. And uh, Mr. Prince of England was probably thinking, oh, I wish you would have said something before the cameras came on. Anyway, the, um, like their, their foreign correspondent press secretary, whatever guy, was putting pictures of, uh, we'll, we'll say William and Kate, because that sounds like the right names, on a Facebook or a Twitter or something, and said, said, in, in the original post of the pictures, this is not totally right, but it's pretty close. There's a couple of crackers here. And that that's how that went out. That's how that went out. And then about an hour later, there's, there's a post as a reply to the same post, the pictures. Same guy says, I've just been informed that uh, the phrase cracker is uh, something of a, of a derogatory term for some people in the United States. Uh, we apologize. What we meant to say was these are cracking pictures. So now, now you know. It's not tooth-related news, but, you know, you can't have peaches and cream all the time, to quote the doctor, great doctor, Stephen Brule. Uh... Oops, the Roller McNutt Funeral Home, oh boy, in Little Rock, Arkansas, is facing a lawsuit on behalf of the family of Harold D. Lee of Pauline, South Carolina, who is hoping to be buried next to his parents at a Quitman, Arkansas cemetery after his death on Thanksgiving Day 2019. Why is 2019? It's 2022, guys. Has he been in the freezer that long? Uh, Lee's body was transferred to the Roller McNutt facility and arrangements were made for the casket. Well, he wasn't cremated and funeral, KNOE TV reported. But according to the lawsuit, the funeral home alerted the family on December 10th, 2019, that they had, quote, accidentally cremated the body. Oh, so he was cremated. Uh, Lee was extremely religious and stickly. That's what it says. Stickily. Stickily desired not to be cremated. This is a quote. Stickily desired not to be cremated as he believed his body would be raptured following the second coming, the lawsuit stated. Uh, his wife Eunice was violently shaking in shock when she got the news. The funeral home waived the cost of the funeral and returned $5,000 after the mistake was made, the lawsuit noted. Well, yeah, I would certainly hope so. 
Why are we just getting the story now? Was it like, you can't talk about it till it's finished, one of those kind of things? Um, out of the mouth of babes. Here's a new one for us. Kristen Willie, 49, was pulled over by Indian River County, Florida, Sheriff's officers after she barely missed hitting their stopped vehicle on March 20th, the smoking gun reported. When they approached the car, they saw her nine-year-old son in the backseat crying. The officer noted that Willie's eyes were, quote, watery and red in color, and he smelled alcohol on her breath. So he'd asked if she'd been drinking. She replied, no. But her son piped it up from the backseat. Mom, you can't lie to the police. You did drink. He told the officer that his mom had been drinking at a party and said he was very scared while Kristen was operating the vehicle, the officer reported. A breath test recorded her alcohol content at nearly three times the legal limit. Along with DUI, she was charged with child abuse. What is the legal limit in Florida? One would wonder, wouldn't one? Story of awesome. When Steve Nichols and John Wynn of Indian Trail, North Carolina, saw a TV news story about a dog whose owners abandoned him because they thought he was, quote, gay, they knew they had to do something. The couple of 33 years uh, told the Charlotte Observer that they drove to Albemarle? Albemarle. We'll go with that. On March 23rd. No, no word as to where that is. I'm assuming North Carolina. Uh, on March 23rd to adopt the dog, whom they named Oscar, after the Irish poet Oscar Wilde. Well, that's a coincidence, isn't it? Oscar's previous owners had surrendered him for humping another male dog, which Nichols said, quote, was one of the stupidest things I've ever heard. That's just pack behavior. Nichols noted that the dog hadn't been neutered and was suffering from heartworm, which led him to believe that, quote, the owner apparently do didn't do anything to take care of this dog. Oscar is getting the care he needs and will join the couple's other dog, Harry, at their home. Well, who is Harry named after? I need to know. Stories of great art. In the London neighborhood of Richmond, an unusual property that's been dubbed the Invisible House is attracting attention or flying under the radar of passers-by. My London reported, my, my London. The front of the home sits on a busy thoroughfare and is almost completely covered with one-way mirrored glass which reflects a roundabout across the road and a busy sidewalk in front. The family, who wanted to remain anonymous, you don't say, said the architect wanted the mirror to, quote, make the house talk with its environment. We really liked the idea and ran with it. The back of the house sits on a quiet lane and features traditional architecture. I feel like that should be... That sounds dangerous. You know what I mean? Wiley Coyote. You just paint a black thing on a wall and he's going to run into it. You got a mirror that looks like it's a road. It'll happen. You, wa you wait and see. And their little bird, too. In a scene eerily reminiscent, is it, of the Wizard of Oz, the Castellanos, Castellanos family, excuse me, of Araby, Louisiana, took a wild ride on March 22nd as a destructive tornado ripped through the area, ABC News reported. D. Castellanos was sitting on a couch in her living room when the house began to spin, whipping her into a bedroom. Her daughter, who has muscular dystrophy, was in another bedroom. The one-story home was lifted from its foundation and crashed down in the middle of the street where neighbors called 911 and the girl was taken to the hospital. One of the Castellanos' pet birds stood among the rubble as they salvaged what they could. Family members were, quote, doing fine after their ordeal. I hope the kid's okay. That's not a... It's not a funny story at all. That's not even a weird story. That's just tragic. Get that out of here. 
I'm sorry I read it. Welcome to Hogwarts, Harry. Oh, maybe this is about the dog. A UK-based startup called Invisibility Shield, well, maybe it's about the house, has brought Harry Potter's most handsome tool to reality, Oddity Central reported. This could be anything. The company's technology isn't quite as perfect as the fictional character's cloak, but it's close. Quote, from the observer's perspective, the company says the background light is effectively smeared horizontally across the face of the shield over the area where the subject would ordinarily be seen. Of course, they add, the shield won't protect users from Dementors or Voldemort himself, and they hope to start deliveries in December. I don't know what a Dementor is. I think a Voldemort is some kind of mushroom. I don't know. Sounds like octopus camo to me, and that's a Metal Gear thing. Here's some bright ideas. One exhibit at the March International Robot Exhibition in Tokyo attracted a lot of attention. Kawasaki's Bex, a prototype robot goat that can carry 220 pounds of cargo or humans. The Bex is named after the Ibex, a large wild goat of Eurasia and Africa that's famously sure-footed, Aiden Gadget reported. However, on flat surfaces, Bex move along, moves along on wheels attached to its, quote, knees. And on rougher terrain, it walks at a slower pace. Was it walking or rolling on wheels? Pick one. Kawasaki reportedly envisions it being used to transport construction materials and to carry out remote industrial site inspections. Ah, yes. Bring, bring in the robo-goat. We must check that the sprinkler system is adequate. And uh, continuing with some bright ideas, need socks? Need exercise? Suki Socks, a small factory in Japan's Nara Prefecture, has you covered. Or at least your toes. The company devised a contraption, oh, I love contraptions, that combine a stationary bike with a sock knitting machine and call it Cherix. Before customers sit down, Oddity Central reported, they choose the size and color of their socks. Riders pedal for about 10 minutes, and the staff sew the toes and finish the socks on the spot. And happy clients take the new pair home. Okay. The staff sew the toes and finish the socks on the spot. So, you get on, you ride a bike for 10 minutes, it makes a tube, and then someone puts toes on it? The staff sews the toes. That could mean either individual toes or they're sealing the, the toe end. I hope it's individual toes. That just makes it even more bizarre. And finally, news that sounds like a joke. Around Corsham, Wiltshire, England, people, sheep, even a former police German Shepherd are being terrorized by two aggressive canines, Metro News reported. There were two unpleasant chihuahuas who attacked the German Shepherd, so the size of a dog is no reflection on their aggressiveness, said Counselor Ruth Hopkinson. Ruth has never been around chihuahuas. Chihuahuas are worthless. And, um, really, I, I feel like, you know, that's one that we can let go. Right. Uh, they weren't leashed, and the owner thought, they're only little, they're only friendly, but you have to be real careful. Well, then they're not friendly, are they, dummy? Uh, one resident described the chihuahuas as bloody Mexican hooligans. Oh, they're real bad hombres, huh? And Hopkinson warned that the little dogs are causing havoc during a sensitive time of year. Quote, if in a lambing field, please keep to the paths and your dog on the leash. When they're spooked, the ewe and lamb can become separated, and because they're not very bright creatures... They can't find each other, and it's leading to lamb deaths. The dogs may just be playing, but that's not how the sheep see it. <clears throat> I think we should train the sheep to eat the chihuahuas. 
100% serious. 100%. What did what what did Chihuahuas do? Nothing. They don't protect your house. They don't, you know, it's not like a seeing eye dog. Uh, they're not gonna be Oscar's new boyfriend. Nothing. Nothing. They're just worthless. They're the zucchini of the dog world. Everybody seems to have one. Everybody seems to have too much of it. And everybody wants you to take it from them. Get him out. Ladies and gentlemen, that is going to do it for this week's edition of Electric Leftovers. Thanks for listening. It's nice to have you here, you know. Because otherwise, I'm just in a room talking to myself, which I'm doing anyway. But you're here, so that makes it a little better. Uh, If you're interested in any of the uh, video games that we talked about on the show today, or the music and reviews and all that kind of stuff, since that's what we did, you can find videos of those. You go to YouTube and look up Jason's Groove Machine. I'm also on Twitch as the same name and Instagram, same name. I'm on Twitter at Jason G-R-V-I-N. And uh, we dumped the Patreon. No, I'm not sorry about it. Um, it just, you know. Eh. <laughs> I had I had, you know, tiers and rewards and all that set up, and the couple of people I had subscribed, like, nah, we don't want to do it. You don't got to go out of your way for us. Let's, when, why do I have them then? So uh, shut down the Patreon, and I've moved. 
uh, moved over to buy me a coffee. So if you'd like to buy me a coffee, you can go to buymeacoffee.com slash electric left because uh, the whole thing wouldn't fit. So I need to check on that because there's another podcast I know that uses buy me a coffee and their name fit. Might have to look into that. Anyway, buymeacoffee.com slash electric left if you want to buy me a coffee. Jason's Groove Machine on Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube, and Jason GRVAN on Twitter. Uh, if you're liking the show, leave me a rating. Leave me a, leave me some stars. Leave me a review. Tell me if it sucks. Tell me if it doesn't suck. But specifically, if it sucks, tell me what sucks and I'll fix it. Maybe. I'm tired. Let me, just, let me, I'm going to go lay down. Okay, thanks. Bye.